What brings us together as humans? It's feelings, isn't it? We all feel, respond and react emotionally to life's ups and downs. We deal with relationships and events all the time. Some we can cope with, some we can comprehend and find reasons for, and others can be really confusing and disturbing. These are some of the queries that challenge people in their everyday lives. In this series, I have attempted to address a few common issues that you may be dealing with or you may know someone else who needs help with these questions. I'd like to remind you that there are no good or bad questions and no stupid people for asking them. There is no stigma attached to anyone who may be troubled because of these issues. This series is to help you or someone you know to get an inspiration and an alternate view of some of the topics we are going to be talking about. These common issues, you may find that you relate to them too. So listen on. Join spiritual psychologist and India's number one biofeedback practitioner, Ritu Malhotra, as she guides you through the paths of self-discovery and personal transformation so that you can live in alignment with your values and purpose. You are listening to the Cellular Alchemist podcast and here's your host, Ritu Malhotra. Someone asked me the other day, what is one of the most comforting feelings we experience? And I said, undoubtedly, it is when I truly understand something. It gives me a feeling of gratification, of course, but more than that, the clarity it brings is like the aha experience we all long for. Aha, I understand something. And then I paused and I thought about it for a moment. And then I added that the additional thrill is when I am understood. It's even more important than my understanding something. It's a splendid feeling when someone responds with, Exactly! You got it. That's just what I meant. Because it's important for each of us to feel that another person can precisely pinpoint our thoughts and feelings. In my growing up years, I felt I was good at understanding others, but I never felt understood by them. It took me a long time to realize that I wasn't seeing hearing and understanding myself and the people around me were only reflecting my own inner feelings. That was a stark moment of self-reflection indeed. Why just in adulthood? Doesn't every child want to be heard and accepted as they are? To the child it means that she's loved regardless of anything else. Unconditionally loved. 
But that's not what most of us know as true, is it? I remember telling my mom before an exam, Mom, I'm really nervous. I'm sure it's going to be tough. And my mom said, I told you to stop fooling around and study. You should have listened to me. Once during uh, the summer vacation, I also heard my cousin say, I'm feeling sad today. And my uncle who was sitting nearby, he made a sharp retort and said, don't be silly. You can't feel sad during the holidays. You'll miss out on all the fun. And this is another common one. When a child says, I'm really worried. Many a parent has said, Oh, don't be ridiculous. What's there to be scared of? Now, I know that even the most loving of parents don't know the effect that these simple reactions have on a child's feelings. They are hardly ever reflected upon or empathized with. Instead, the parents want to take the pain away by ignoring, rejecting or minimizing their feelings. And it's the way of protecting their child. I know that. So they try to push it away and pretend that it doesn't exist. What if a parent said, sometimes we all feel sad and we can't figure out why we feel sad? How do you think a child would respond to that? Or if a parent said, I know you're scared. Do you feel it in the pit of your stomach? Because I do too. Here, let me give you a hug and make it better. Or even when I'm angry or having a meltdown, I want someone to see that whatever happened has driven me to this kind of anger. I want it understood. This kindness is so, so desired by us all and how seldom we hear it. One of our deepest longings is that someone should acknowledge our feelings. That our anxiety or pain should be heard. They don't have to agree with us necessarily, but it's a universal need that we all have. We want that validation, especially with feelings. So even when we know what is needed, why don't we say the better thing? even when we know that it would make a difference. Maybe the love we feel for our kids is so strong that we don't want to acknowledge that they might be sad or lonely or worried. Maybe there's a fear that if we acknowledge it, it might make it worse for them. I think more important is that we don't know how to help our child feel better. And so these are the automatic reactions we all have. After all, we can't risk the child feeling more depressed if we agree with him or her. So we do what we know how to do. The truth is that most of us, when we heard a kindness, we are more inclined to not be angry or lonely or sad. Once the feelings of frustration or hurt 
have been recognized by another. Feelings need to be aired for them to become less oppressive. Yes, we need to express those feelings. And how seldom we all do that. And another startling truth is that this doesn't end in childhood. We carry it to our careers, to our marriages, to our friendships, and to the workplace, of course. So we need to change the way we react to these displays of emotion and the sensitivity that each of us is seeking from others. Let's give it so we can get it back. That was this week's episode for the Cellular Alchemist podcast with spiritual psychologist Ritu Malhotra. Don't forget to follow the podcast on your listening app so that when the new episode drops, you do not miss out on the chance to change your life by changing your beliefs.